At least 51 are reported dead and 156 injured after a train derailed in a tunnel in Hualien on Friday. The incident is Taiwan's worst rail tragedy in half a century. As it was entering the Qingshui Tunnel, the number 408 Taroko Express smashed into a truck that had rolled down an embankment. Carriages 5 to 8 sustained heavy damage, making it hard for rescuers to reach passengers trapped inside. Search and rescue is still ongoing. Rescuers lean into the wreckage to try to pull out a passenger trapped under a seat. But the carriage is so twisted that no one can fit through the door. The door has to be removed altogether before anyone can come out. A dozen passengers without vital signs are carried out on stretchers one by one. Including TRA personnel, 494 people were on the train when it derailed. At 9.28 in the morning, the train slammed into a truck at the entrance of a Qingshui tunnel between the Heren and Chongde train stations. The truck had slid down a nearby slope and landed on the track, authorities said. The worst of the casualties were found in carriages 5, 6, 7 and 8, which sustained heavy damage inside the tunnel. A contractor's construction vehicle, its truck bed, slipped and collided with the Taroko train. The locomotive is destroyed. At the site of the crash, a truck is crumpled near the mouth of the tunnel, its license plane crooked and wheels knocked off. Broken stones and car parts are scattered across the tracks. Ripped up overhead lines and conductor rails are strewn to the side. The derailment took out service on the east main line from Heren Station to Tongda Station. Traffic was relieved by setting up a single-track two-way traffic on the west main line. By 2 p.m. Friday, 16 trains had been delayed an average of 90 minutes, affecting some 6,400 passengers. The rail authority said it will prioritize search and rescue over its schedule and that normal operations will not resume until April 9th. The public is advised to use alternative modes of transport. Following the deadly derailment, President Tsai Ing-wen, Premier Su Zhenchang and Transport Minister Lin Jialong were all headed to the scene of the accident. Before heading east, top officials addressed the nation in a press conference. We are deeply regretful that, on the first day of the long holiday, this accident occurred, resulting in a great loss of life. We have already asked the Transportation Safety Board to conduct a full investigation and to report their findings to all relevant departments. Before all of the facts can be cleared up, I hope that everyone refrains from conjecture and finger-pointing. To the families of the victims and the injured passengers, I offer my deepest condolences. I will be rushing to Hualien to visit the crash site in the hospital to better understand the situation. I hope for the lowest number of victims possible. This accident, which resulted in deaths and injury, will be investigated by the Transportation Safety Bureau and prosecutors. We will fully assume all responsibility. 
The transport ministry apologized for the disaster, which comes two years after a Puyuma Express train derailed in Ilan County, killing 18 and injuring almost 215. In 1991, a collision between two trains in Miaoli resulted in 30 deaths. Friday's incident has led to the deaths of 51 passengers and counting, making it the country's worst rail accident in half a century. The first tourists to use the Taiwan Palau travel bubble are on day two of their overseas vacation. A group of Taiwan reporters is also on the tiny Pacific island. On Friday, they went on a tour of Palau National Hospital, accompanied by Palau President Sarango Whips Jr. The president said 60 percent of Palauans will have received two doses of the Moderna vaccine by the end of April, making the country that much safer for Taiwanese visitors. Balao National Hospital was built with assistance from Taiwan's Xinguang Hospital. It's fully equipped with PCR testing rooms and negative pressure isolation rooms, and it adheres to the highest disease prevention standards. The hospital is widely regarded as a testament to the close cooperation between Taiwan and Palau on public health. With no end in sight to the drought in central and southern Taiwan, schools in Miaoli are bracing for water cuts. Starting next Tuesday, the water supply will be cut off two days a week in Miaoli as well as Taichung. One Miaoli school has installed more water towers, and another has changed up its lunch menu to use less water. Meanwhile, all schools in the county have canceled swimming classes and local public pools have temporarily closed. It's the four-day tomb-sweeping holiday, but there's no rest for these workers who are busy installing water towers. Miaoli's Jiangong Elementary School has purchased eight additional five-ton water towers. Starting Tuesday, these towers will provide the school with an additional 40 tons of water. At another Miaoli school facing water cuts, administrators have also made preparations. When we prepare school meals, washing rice uses up a lot of water, as does washing vegetables. So the first thing we can do is, we can replace rice with noodles or steamed buns. These foods don't require the use of so much water. Schools in this area use roughly 60 tons of water per day for meals alone. 20 tons are used for washing rice and vegetables, and 40 are used to wash utensils. Replacing rice with noodles is one way to save a bit of water, and vegetables that require less washing can be used. Schools are also considering not providing soup for the time being. We won't be providing soup. We will ask students to fill up water bottles at home and bring them to school for their meals. If later the water is cut for three days a week, we may switch to bringing in lunch boxes for the kids. Ahead of the new water rationing cuts, Public pools in Miaoli's Toufen and Junan townships have temporarily closed. Schools have canceled their swimming classes altogether, eyeing a long battle against the drought. But just how long will it last? The weather over these two days will be very summer-like. On the western half of Taiwan, temperatures will range between 31 and 34 degrees Celsius. We'll be seeing these temperatures everywhere. The weather report has ruled out rain for Friday and Saturday throughout Taiwan with temperatures reaching highs in the low 30s. On Sunday, strong northeasterly winds will bring temperatures down again in northern Taiwan, with Taoyuan reaching highs between 21 and 23 degrees. However, central and southern Taiwan will remain hot, with no rain forecast over the coming few days. 
It looks like the drought is not set to abate anytime soon. Over the coming week, aside from the northeasterlies on Sunday, the 8th, which is Thursday, will also see northeasterlies impacting the local weather system. This impact is going to be seen a bit later on, so the change in weather will be greater. However, it is mostly northern and eastern Taiwan that will see the changes, which will likely be manifest in isolated showers. The Weather Bureau has forecast northeasterlies for the 15th, which will bring more moisture but only intermittent rain. It says it will continue to update the forecast as the date draws nearer. Egypt is seeking 1 billion U.S. dollars or 28.5 billion NT in damages from the Ever Given crisis. The Suez Canal Authority said the amount will cover losses incurred by the Ever Given blocking the canal for six days, as well as the cost of freeing the ship. The question of who will pay could spark a long legal battle. The Ever Given is owned by the Japanese company Shoei Kisen. Kaisha, but it's chartered by Taiwan's Evergreen Marine. It's registered in Panama and managed by a German company. On top of all that, there are conflicting reports about what caused the grounding, adding several layers of complexity to determining responsibility for the incident. Suez Canal Authority Chairman Osama Rabi said if agreement can't be reached and the issue of who pays is brought to arbitration, the Ever Given and its cargo will continue to be held in the canal. Japanese ramen is the stalwart choice with Taiwanese diners. Now, a map of ramen hotspots around Taipei's MRT stations has ignited a new wave of ramen mania. Restaurants featured on the map have seen diners lining up on the sidewalk for hours just to try a bowl of noodles. The map has, seen, has been shared over 10,000 times on social media and looks set to keep gaining popularity. A long queue stretches out onto the weekend streets. This ramen restaurant is popping, even though diners have to wait an hour to be seated. I saw the map and that's why I came up from Taichung to try it. Then I realized, wow, there are a lot of people. I guess it's the map. I'm going to do all of the MRT red line first. Without a publicity drive and without any free sushi promotions, these ramen shops are laughing all the way to the bank. It's thanks to a ramen map based on the Taipei Metro map, which shows the best ramen shops all along each MRT line color-coordinated naturally. Someone sent it to me. We didn't want to track too far, so we looked at it to see what was nearby that we could try. I really wanted to download it and then try all of them. Thick cuts of barbecue pork with pork and chicken broth soup paired with firm ramen noodles. This is a firm favorite in Taiwan. But if you want to check out the latest trendy spots on the map, well, be prepared to wait your turn. The Louis Vuitton of fruit is in season. The summer snow mango is the Taidong specialty and a favorite both in Taiwan and abroad. Taidong County Commissioner Rao Qingling recently visited local farmers to try the harvest. They're hoping this year's exports to Singapore and Japan could be stronger than ever. Bowls burst with golden chunks of mango. Fruit lovers skewer the chunks on cocktail sticks and tuck in. It's sweet and just sour enough, very Moorish. The sweetness is fantastic. It's very like the Irwin variety, so it's truly amazing. 
Taidong's summer snow mango variety has been called the Louis Vuitton of mangoes. With its delicate but juicy flesh and exquisite aroma, it's a firm favorite with consumers. One kilogram can fetch 170 to 180 NT, or even 200 NT for the creme de la creme. This year, farmers changed their schedules, harvesting mangoes in March, earlier than in the normal May. It's been perfect mango weather, and the harvest is expected to hit 500,000 to 600,000 kilograms, 30 to 40 percent more than last year. In promoting the fruit, Taidong County government has switched to smaller packages and gift packages. They were running summer snow adverts in Hong Kong two years ago. This year, exports reached one ton. The harvest will reach its peak in May or June, when adverts will also go public in Singapore as well as Japan. When the quality this year is suitable for export, we have enough fruit. We have the capacity to export it and market it abroad and compete with the quality of other producers. The summer snow is delicious and very fragrant. China may have closed its shores to Taiwan pineapple, but the market elsewhere is as roaring as ever.